0: As we begin to reintegrate into the world post-lockdown, we're confronted with the fact that our lives are not the same as they were before 2020. And with that comes the realization that a lot of us have to relearn, rebuild, and restart. Struggling to do so myself, I wondered how other people are able to rise from the ashes of crumbled moments throughout their lifetime. I'm Rebecca Lee, and this is season two. How the fuck did you bounce back? So, let's see what I want to start with. I have like a list of questions. Wow. What. What is the biggest challenge that you faced from twenty twenty to now? Um,
1: I think, I mean, so as far as the whole pandemic goes, um, I I do consider myself very fortunate. In that I didn't, I didn't lose loved ones. I didn't, you know, suffer physically. Um, so, you know, it was just, just the emotional and mental part. And and I have anxiety as it is, and depression, which I've been thankfully in therapy for and, and medicated for for a while. So it was good to have that foundation already. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, um, you know, for me, just like I know a lot of people faced a sort of reconfiguring what I want my life to be um, that when I was no longer able to pursue the career and the creative path that I had been pursuing prior to the pandemic I realized I maybe didn't want to do that anymore and so I I sort of I, I went through a bit of an existential crisis and just didn't know you know, so much of my identity was based on what I was pursuing, mm-hmm. and I don't like not knowing what I'm pursuing, and I sort of was met with this crisis of identity of this isn't what I want to do anymore, but i I need to know what that is. um I don't know why I'm speaking in such vagaries um I hadn't I'd been pursuing acting, and I just you know i i we couldn't do it at the, certainly mm-hmm. at the beginning of the pandemic it, it's picked back up, but like you know, we weren't going on sets. We weren't going to auditions. We weren't doing our live shows. Uh, we weren't just doing so many of the things that had been a part of my daily life. Um, and it was really scary to to lose that, especially because I had finally started to gain what felt like momentum and like was feeling in a good place with all of that um, in March of 2020. Um, and then, so I was really scared about how will I get the momentum back, and that time it's just going to be lost. Also, with acting, there's this really weird aging component, and uh, you know, I, I I was 28 in March of 2020. I was a month away from turning 29, and so obviously now it's been over two years since then. I I passed my 30th birthday, passed my 31st birthday, and so I was really panicked about losing my 20s and like the end of my 20s and the beginning of my 30s and what that meant anyway so I after I got past all of that anxiety of just that we all faced of losing the idea of what we thought our life was gonna be uh in these last two and a half years and I was really just sitting with what my life was and not what it wasn't I didn't miss the things that I thought I would miss I didn't I certainly didn't miss auditioning. I didn't miss like I felt free from it in a way like it was a big relief to me to all of a sudden not have to worry about that stuff. I found myself feeling after the anxiety passed really relieved that I didn't have to care about acting about what other people thought of me on like a large scale you know the approval that needs to come from acting obviously we all want approval and validation like in every aspect of our lives but it's hard when it is so linked to like your financial stability and and career success and all the things that you of course know so well um but I I didn't I didn't miss it I didn't want it and the more that I sat with that the more I realized people always say about acting and any creative pursuit really if you don't have to do it you shouldn't mm-hmm. and I'd always heard that and thought yeah well I have to do it so I will and then it got taken away and I realized I didn't have to do it which ultimately I'm very pleased with I'm, I'm very glad to have discovered that and to be working towards finding what's next for me and or even if it does end up being some version of that to like have the space from it but it was also really scary <laughs> to be like well now I am at this point 30 by the time I got around to this realization and you can't start over at 30 at like I just was so panicked about how do you start over and what do you even do and like uh, how much longer will it take for me to start the next thing and I'm just like really going in circles in my own head Day in day out for months. Again, as you know, as a friend of mine, <laughs> hearing me <laughs> be like, I don't know what I'm doing. Um. Uh, yeah, I feel like I've been talking for 45 minutes, but that so this is that was this the, is about you. So this is that. Oh god, that was the challenge. That was that. That's been I think the scariest part. Um. But scary, at least now in like an exhilarating kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um. When you were like. Spinning out
0: or cycling or whatever, yeah, um, whatever you just said called it. Um, both of those. <laughs> how did you go from that to being like, oh, I, I'm actually gonna do this thing over, like, oh, I'm gonna do this thing over here, and feel like confident and strong in that decision?
1: Um, it's a combination of things. I mean, it. it one thing. I mean, a. It just depends on the day. Like, sure. You telling me I feel confident in it is like. Yeah, most days, not all days, Um, Mm -hmm. but, you know, it was a combination of, again, I like I have a therapy practice, so I was I was bringing that in week in, week out, talking about that, sitting with that. Um, I did as uh, a spiritual uh, reading with a medium uh, and talked through some stuff with her. Um, And. Also, I think it's just a little bit it's a little bit my personality type I uh if if people who are listening like care about any of this stuff I am an Aries and I am an Enneagram three and I just like I need to act I need to act I can't I can't do in between I would rather make a wrong choice than make no choice Mm. um so that's nice I wish I had more of that quality did you like cultivate that or just born with it I think partially born with it, I think it takes practice. Yeah. I think. But I, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's, it's really, a lot of it is really innate. Like I get really, I just like, I would rather, I would rather figure something out by fucking it up than like waiting. God, like, I get like literally that. like even saying that like makes me uncomfortable in my seat. I'm like, yeah. why would I wait for anything? Uh, <laughs> um, which it's really like absolutely ridiculous. a blessing and a curse because I, you know, like I, like sometimes you fuck stuff up, but, um, but So it's partially personality. And then ultimately, I honestly, I really do think a lot of it comes down to the pandemic and having gone through this and my late twenties, early thirties of just like, I never five years ago, same as any of us. I never would have predicted that this would happen, Mm -hmm. that we would be in this spot. And so why am I going to sit here ruminating over, am I making the right choice? Uh, What, what if this goes wrong or what if it doesn't like, anything could fucking happen in a second mm-hmm. and yeah. the, and truly also like i i don't have kids the stakes uh, of my choices just really affect me um and and so i, I tr- it's like so cliche and it sounds like a very meditative thing which i i'm ter- i'm terrible at meditating i've tried it at various points in my life and I, it's just not for me um right now but literally all we have is the present. Like that's all we have. And I, and I think it took that these past couple years for me to actually like feel that in my bones. <laughs> um and so uh, when it comes down to it, like why not why not try and make a choice? Because chances are whether you do or don't, the thing that comes next isn't going to be something you thought was going to happen. Right. And it's better to be for me at least it is better to be moving in a direction than not at all. And then like once I've taken a step, great. Maybe then I I have your left, I have your right. I keep going down the path I'm on, but at least I'm moving. If I'm not moving, Mm. nothing, I can't go anywhere. Mm. So it, it came down to a lot more of me making the, you know, sitting with it, thinking about it, talking to my therapist, talking to my friends, you know, really reflecting on what makes me feel good and, and what, just feels most right to me knowing that it doesn't have to be a hundred percent right like Mm. that's not possible there's only the choices we make there aren't the the right and wrong choices Mm. like Mm -hmm. and each one leads to another one and I just really really firmly believe that and it helps me to keep from getting caught up in am I doing the right thing because that I just don't think that that's even possible (sighs) you're so right but it's so hard I'm because i'm very it is hard i'm not i'm not making i hope i'm not making it sound easy well no but i also you
0: know like you said i think it's you were you're it's innate or you were born with it and also you kind of cultivate it but it's like i'm i was raised so much like there's a right and a wrong and that's it there is no in between oh of course so many people were which is
1: like fucked up like that's a that's not good you know? I think it's just like, it's so comforting in a, I mean, it's also really debilitating to think <laughs> that way, but sometimes it's really comforting because if there is a right and a wrong, there's a right, you know, and there's right. a, there's an answer that makes sense and there's like a binary and there's all this stuff that we find really, really soothing. I always think, and I, and I am far from an expert to even be speaking on this, but like, that's the thing I think about with religion is just like, it'd it be not, I, to say, I wish like I believed in God. I wish I believed in Things happening for a reason or, or you know, because it, it provides like answers and reasoning and balance. And, you know, that's I. whenever I'm confronted with people who I, I feel like thinking in black and white thinking and right and wrong. It's like, well, yeah, that's what that person needs probably for themselves more so than for you. Of course, when you're like a child being raised by parents, they have a, you know, an impact on what your thoughts end up being. But people hold on to their narratives because they need to.
0: Yeah. I was, I was definitely raised with the mentality of there's a right and there's a wrong and you do the right thing. But, yeah. and then on top of that, it's, there's a whole nother love layer with like gender stuff too. Cause then it's like uh, yeah. the right thing to do as a woman is this. And then it's like, Oh shit, that's like a double th- like that's that's mm-hmm. that sucks. Um especially in the south where it's like you're a wo- like you're a woman, you listen to your husband and that's it or whatever like part- yeah. yeah. So it's fucking wild. When you grew up, did your parents um they didn't instill like a right like there's a right and a wrong, but more so like let you figure it out or
1: They let me figure it out a little bit more. I mean, I do think they they're it's hard because like, as a kid you do have to tell them like what these are good better things right. to do these are what but um but no there wasn't like one path to take there wasn't um you know my parents had really high expectations of me and of my sister and so uh I have I do have a bit of a perfectionist streak and a, a real desire to like be the version of myself that people want me to be that has I've slowly but surely been able to shed more and oops, shed more and more of that as I've gotten older. Um, but but they really did let me figure stuff out. Like a big thing, which is only now in this moment coming to me as like potentially related in some way is that I, I just have one sibling, my older sister, and um, any time we would be fighting with each other and we would go to our parents to be like, this is like tell on each other, be like, yeah. help me out, or like she did this, she did that. Um, they would say unless one of you like needs to go to the hospital, if someone's like in danger or hurt, work it out amongst yourselves. Yeah, and that's so, that's really nice, actually. It's great. I think it really helped me and my sister have a better relationship. Even though I, I honestly think i was the one being like the most annoying in all of those she's older chances she's older yeah Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) um so that might come more down to like her um patience than what did you argue about this is off topic just Just, i mean just like sister stuff like and, uh, and, and i would like fit like i was also a lot small like i i was she's was tall at a at a point in life and i've always been a lot shorter and so I was also just like a lot smaller than her at one like one time in in our lives and I would like I would like bite her and like try to like (laughs) just because I was like trying to do I was like a just a fucking frustrated little kid um and it would just be stuff like that like I don't you know nothing major stands out I think it was just sister stuff
0: I feel like mine's always like just stealing each other's clothes and then being like not asking to steal each other like to take the other person's thing and then we probably
1: did a little bit of that my sister doesn't really
0: care about clothes at all so yeah so who would you say is the person that or people that helped you overcome this challenge of like essentially a career change i
1: guess your your it sounds like your therapist was very helpful i love my therapist yes my therapist was very helpful my partner is um really helpful like incredibly supportive um and, and like really supportive and really takes me seriously. Like it's, I didn't take myself as seriously about changing paths. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, I would doubt myself or I was embarrassed to say, I think I want to do this thing now. Um, And he always like had the best uh or like assumed the, the best in, and if like, if I'm going to make a change that, it is going to be cool. And like, I can do it and I should be proud of my choices. And, um, so I think just like having a a supportive environment just around me and that the same goes for like my very close friends who I would say, this is what I'm thinking about doing. And it started off really timid at first. Like, I'm sure you remember the first time I told you, like Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about maybe Mm -hmm. going back to school and like maybe and, and, hearing and responses from them of like, that's awesome. You would be good at that, or I think that's a, a good decision. And just feeling supported and seen. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah. probably yeah I mean and my and my parents too were really cool about it. Um Yeah, I don't know. It's almost like
0: It's almost like things that you discovered when Everything was taken away Like you're, Big time You know what I mean It's like It's not even like A rock bottom thing It's just like COVID just was like It just took everything away It from took everybody. Uh, It took
1: all the distractions away mm-hmm. It took I also like I'm a very um, Like I said I like I like knowing what I'm working towards. I like the act of working towards something. Like I like the feeling of progress of movement of knowing what steps to take and then mm-hmm. taking them. It's, it's that perfectionist thing. It's being like, I can do this really well just to know what to do. Here I go. Um, and that all, stuff like I, I just lost all of that. Like we all did. Yeah. And I had to sit still, which I never choose to do. And I, I really think, had this not happened this past couple of years, I would have just kept going. I would not have thought twice about the steps I was taking because I would have just been continuing on. And so like the lack of movement, of like literal movement, Mm -hmm. I, it gave me the gift of like quiet and being able to, to actually intentionally think about the choices I had been making as opposed to making the choice that comes next. Because I'd made the one that came before.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. And it's like, obviously, the, the, this time during COVID and quarantine and all of that is like a, um, like a very big version of this. But it's almost like when something doesn't go according to plan, like th- that that can actually be like a good thing or like when something gets taken away which in the moment yeah. seems like a bad thing, whether it's like a job or a breakup or whatever, like that it could actually be a good thing and, and change your trajectory of your life forever.
1: Yeah. I mean, we only know how we got somewhere once we've seen what came before, right? Like you can't you can't plan that, try as we might. All we can do is like make choices and try. But but yeah, I mean, things will, not everything is, very few things are in our control. Not only is not everything in our control, very few things are. And so- yeah you just like put one foot in front of the other and, and you know this that that a few years before the pandemic started which I, i'm certain <clears> i talked <throat> about this last time we sat down to do this but yeah. um i i went through a divorce a couple years before the pandemic started and that was like the biggest possible at least at that point in my life of things not going according to plan and things yeah. working out differently than i thought that they would and and that was like that was a high school sweetheart that was like 15 years of my life that didn't pan out the way that I thought they would. And, um, to go through that and come out the other side and to have at many times in that process, only my own feelings to rely on. Um, if I could do that, I think I can do, I can make a lot of other choices. Like, yeah. Um, It's like overcoming one really hard
0: thing can help you with the next thing that you have to overcome. Cause it's like, well, I did that thing. So I could do this.
1: Yeah. And it just like whatever that is, it doesn't certainly doesn't need to be that. But I do think that like it helps it helped free me of you have to stick to the plan. You have to stick to the path you chose. This is the right thing. This is the wrong thing. Here's your direction right in front of you. Because once again like similar to the pandemic everything I thought my life was gonna be was suddenly immediately not that <laughs> and it really it like is it's it is a very difficult very sad hard thing it's also incredibly freeing um I- the pandemic I like I said it it comes with an asterisk that like I've been incredibly fortunate but a really sad weird challenging hard time that for me has been incredibly freeing
0: yeah when you were going through your divorce did you have the same mentality that you had with this like career change of um that there isn't a right and wrong that there isn't black and white that um it's just subjective or do you feel like that's
1: something you cultivated like through the past couple years? Um that experience taught me that. Um right. in in many ways. I do think that was a, a much harder way to learn that lesson. Um in that it, it like it took it took longer for me. It it um it it took me making choices that the version of myself a few years prior to that even a few months prior to that would have thought, well that's a bad choice. You're a bad person. You did the wrong thing. Um and then finding yourself in a position where you're the one who makes the bad decision, the wrong decision, who fucks up. Makes you realize that there is there aren't like life is just so much more complicated, which isn't to say that we can all just like go around fucking stomping on buildings like Godzilla and there's no issues. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just that life is so much more complicated and there's always so much more nuance and we're all just trying our fucking best. And so like, I'm so much more concerned with intention than the actuality of like the the you know bullet points of like a thing <laughs> right yeah um but that one was i mean like that 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 did take a lot longer to understand that like there isn't a right or wrong answer but at the at the core of it i knew that i had to rely on myself Um, and only look inside of me for guidance. And that didn't mean that there was a right and a wrong, but it did sort of help, like, distill things down, Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah,
0: totally. So, like, when you're in these, like, situations where you have to make a decision or a choice or you're down and out or whatever – like, how how do you take care of yourself in those moments?
1: <sighs> what a good question. I'm not <laughs> always very good at it.
0: No, no, no one's ever really that good at it all the time. But,
1: um, you know, I think we all we all know, like, you know, you have those moments where you're like, I'm going to I'm going to lean into the thing that makes me feel like shit. You know, Mm -hmm. like we've got like social media, um, alcohol, uh, things that I I are a part of my life all the time. Yeah. But that sometimes I go like, yeah, and you know what? I'm going to feel like shit today. And I just like lean in a little bit harder. I think it's just as simple as the opposite of that, (laughs) of of like even feeling that instinct sometimes being like, and I'm putting the phone down. It's so hard. It's so hard. But it's like as it's not as grand thing usually as like well i i me- like i said i don't fucking meditate but it's like i meditate or i go for a walk or i like do yeah. like sure sometimes i do that but sometimes it's as simple as not doing the thing that i know is going to exacerbate the feel like shit um part of me yeah and and so it is it like that to me looks like You know, we all choose who we bring our problems to in certain moments. Right. There's like there's a reason why I'm going to talk to Rebecca about something that's in my mind versus some other friend versus my partner versus my parents. And so I think there's a lot to be said in that of like who I choose to go to in those moments. Like Mm -hmm. if I go to you in those moments, I want I'm I know that a part of me is like looking to be supported. And loved right. and encouraged, you know, and so those are the things I try to do. I think in those moments when I want to tend to myself, mm-hmm. is like find those spaces where I know the answer I'm going to get is a supportive one, and yeah. like and, and a feeling of like being held. um yeah. That that's the biggest thing I think. What comes down to these hard moments is, and that's why the pandemic has been so hard. It's just like feeling really alone and isolated. Mm-hmm. Um, And anything I can do to be like, oh, no, I'm not actually insane and I'm feeling human feelings and I'm having human thoughts and other people have them, too. And guess what? I'm loved and I will be okay. And also. Like, life is so much bigger than whatever this one momentary panic Mm -hmm. is that I'm having.
0: Yeah. How how did you, like, make the decisions that you did in those hard times? Like, how did you make and we kind- of, I'm sure we kind of talked about it a little bit, but like to distill it down, like how did you make the decision to like end the marriage, or how did you make the decision to end one career and start another, which is like a very I know that it's a complex answer, but just like, yeah, what's that thought process like
1: for me, it is I could no longer stand not to mm like for me a choice is made basically the second it occurs to me it's one of my fatal flaws but like I I and it's almost physical I'm like trying to think of how to put it into words but like I I hit a point in in both of those things where I could not stand to not have made that choice yet like I I I It's not so simple as just waking up one day and knowing, but I did have just a physical feeling of like, and it's like when you put on a pair of pants that you haven't worn in three years and you put them on, you're like, nope, like Mm -hmm. (laughs) these don't fit. This isn't right. I got to get them off immediately. It's like I had like that, that feeling of like, I really tried. I really, yesterday I would have put these pants on and I would have just been uncomfortable all day, but today, Mm -hmm. fuck these pants. These don't fit me. They don't feel good, and I'm I'm just done. Yeah. I wish there were like a, something more. It's like a thoughtful like a gut that, feeling. But it's kind of a gut feeling, but it but to me it feels the gut feeling comes from the rejection of one thing even more so sometimes than the acceptance of the other. It's just being like, yeah. I know this thing isn't for me anymore. Therefore, take a leap. Yeah. Like, it's like I said, it's like, it doesn't even matter that it's in the right direction. It's just in a different direction. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I like that. How it's like, it's not, it's almost not the acceptance of the new thing, but like a rejection of the old thing and then taking that yeah. leap. And like, I guess, tr- th- but then that's a whole nother thing. Cause then it's like, oh, you have to really trust yourself to make a leap like that, to make a decision like that. And like, you do how, how have you always been like really good at like n- knowing how you feel or trusting your gut or trusting yourself in general? Or is that something that you've kind of cultivated over time?
1: I've cultivated it over time. How? Um, how, how do you cultivate
0: trust in yourself and your decisions? Jesus. Yeah. It's a big, it's a big question. I don't have an answer because I'm still working on that. I- I and mean, my, I'm,
1: I'm definitely still working on it too. um, um, therapy. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like last time I came out, it was just like, "Hey, go to therapy." Um, well, well, I that's think
0: like pretty much what all of my podcasts are.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's well, everyone should go to therapy. I think it's it's um, yeah. I mean, so in therapy, you, I was able to understand, like, see patterns in my choices, understand why I was making certain moves in my life, which helped me distill down into like what my motivations are and so what do I want and like what am I actually trying to get at and the more I know that the more I know me the clearer I see myself the more I'm able to trust myself because Mm -hmm. it's like whether you're looking at it or not it's true like the way we feel about things is just how we feel and like who I am is who I am. So I can either do the work I need to do to like, see that person and listen to her or not. But either way, she's still probably going to want to do the same shit. And so it's like, I think trusting myself comes from getting to know myself better. And that comes from therapy. And then that in turn comes from like fostering healthy relationships where I am myself with those people. So they see me and know me and I can see myself reflected in a way that is healthy and good and feels honest like a big problem in, in relationship and in romantic relationships I've had before and, and even some friendships is realizing I am not I am not being like the core of myself therefore the person they love doesn't feel like me therefore I am scared to be me or I don't even know how because there's like this film in between us that it's it's clear so we we can't see it, but it is there. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Totally. Um. Yeah. How,
0: how do you... Because for me, sometimes I'm like, is this really how I feel or is this just like a trauma response to well yeah shit that's happened in my life and I have a hard time differentiating between those two things where it's like is this what I really want and feel or is it just like literally my brain protecting protecting itself yeah Um, and I, I, I don't know how to know that but I mean you're totally right when it's like being the most authentic version of you in groups or like with other people instead of kind of morphing to fit their needs or what they what you think they want in a relationship or a friendship or whatever which I can imagine is hard as going back to like Enneagram numbers I'm Mm. sure it's hard as like a two or a three to kind of like be authentic and let let go of what you think that other person wants you to be if that makes sense
1: yeah totally well and I think the hardest part is like that's normally at least in my case it's it's not Conscious, you're not like totally. painting. It's not like you're like putting on a, a costume every day and going out and being like, "Well, yeah, this is the costume I'm wearing." It's like it happens slowly and it builds based on like you say a thing and it gets validation. You're like, "Oh, okay, that's what the okay," and it starts young. Like it, like it, yeah. It's it's it takes so much longer to like break that down than it, or it, I mean, it takes just as long to break that down as it does to build it up, which is say like a whole fucking lifetime yeah. <laughs> and. And like, I, you know, I, and 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 to your point of like, what is really you? What's trauma response? What's anxiety? What? Like, I don't think we ever know. We just like do the work of unpacking the trauma, unpacking the anxiety, working so that even when it still happens, we can see it and recognize it as opposed to being controlled by it. Yeah. Because I don't think those things ever go away. Like, I still have crazy anxiety on. About things that I'm – and, yeah, it's, like, it doesn't – it doesn't go away necessarily. It's just about, like, seeing it for what it is and being able to go, like, okay, yep, you're here and you are just your one thing, your anxiety. I, I hear you. I see you. It's, like, how, how I feel, like, if I were to ever see a ghost, which I don't want to, where I'd be, like, <laughs> okay, cool. I get it. I get it. Please just – like, stay over there. <laughs> like do, <laughs> do your thing. I, like, I acknowledge your existence, but I don't really want to deal with you. Um, and just, like, I don't know. Just, I, I think this came from my partner's therapist or, like, through his therapy practice, which is, like, feelings are real. They're just as mm. real as anything else. But you want to the, – the hard part is feeling like you don't have any control over – how you feel or or the choices you make based on those feelings. And like, to me, that's the work of therapy and self-discovery is just like, let me understand these things better. Yeah. So that they don't dominate.
0: Right. You you mentioned like, when you're the core of yourself, when you're like more the core of yourself, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: is that something that enables you to like trust yourself more? what or have you ever thought about like core values in like w-
1: what they are for you or is like like for me myself yeah yeah i mean um I, this is this is a fun question um <laughs> i i ugh. Values, values. Um being being like open and curious are really important to me. Yeah. And I think that also helps being okay with making choices because it's like, well, I'm gonna learn. I'm gonna learn when I do this. I'm gonna be I wanna be open to what's in front of me. That to me is like what it feels like. That's like that is the point of being alive <laughs> and existing is like to be present in the world around me. Um so there's that. Um like lightness is really important to me like just finding lightness and i don't know I, I, life is just really fucking hard i know and it's such a roll of the dice in terms of like what your life is going to look like totally. and what what you you know get to have or what somebody else has or what y- Like I said, we just have so little control. And so I just. I try really hard. This sounds so fucking corny. And again, I also want to like put this out there to anybody who's listening. It's like this is a nice conversation between me and my friend about like my an ideal version of myself in my life, which is like this isn't how things are day in, day out. But like I just I want to. Enjoy. my life and I and I you know I I can be a little self-indulgent I can be a little frivolous but I am only alive but for one tiny second Mm -hmm. (laughs) and those things matter to me yeah
0: I I started thinking about this oddly enough uh when I took a course in meditation, which I'm sure you're I fucking hate it. No, I think it's of. really great, but I'm not. I'm just not
1: good at it. I know. Well, it was like which that's not the point.
0: <laughs> it's challenging for me. It was like a challenging for me. It was like a t- transcendental meditation, um, like a course or whatever. Mm, cool. Um, this was like pre-pandemic. It was like a long time ago. Good for you. Uh, um. Yeah. Well, I haven't been using it, so <laughs> <laughs> I was using it. But one of the things that we kind of talked about was core values and like no one in the course, like, knew what theirs were or, like, even what they are or how to find out what they are. And essentially... It's fucking hard. It's hard. Essentially, she was, like, you just have to keep asking why you want that thing until you get down to a point where you can no longer go why. And, like, that is the core value. So it's, like... Like a little
1: nesting doll. Totally. Keep going, keep going. No, that's the smallest doll. Yep. So it's,
0: like, if you want, let's say... Let's like, say someone's like, "I want a good job." Let's just say that. Then you go, "Why?" And it's like, well, "Because I want—I don't know—security and stability." Okay, why? And you just keep going down until mm. you're at its core thing. And yes, and I was, and, it cha- and obviously this changes all the time. It's you're not gonna have the same core values forever, right?
1: But okay, this reminds me, I did a core values, like quiz. Was this, be- were we talking about this? Because it feels like the sort of thing that this would have been us talking it about. It
0: does, but I don't know. Tell me about it. There was a reason. Remember.
1: Oh, fuck. What was the reason? It might have honestly come from like one of those work things where they're like, let's find out what everybody's thing is. Um, <laughs> and I was like, that's interesting. Like, and of course, yeah, you got to ask yourself. You can't like just take an online quiz. But it's interesting because, you know, you pick this or that, this or that, mm-hmm. this or that. Mm-hmm. And I did a couple different ones. And like one of my one of my number one core values, like multiple times was essentially hedonism. (laughs) It was like, and I was like, you know what? That's true. Like I want, like I, I, I don't know. I want, I like, I can so easily slip into anxiety and pessimism and overwhelm. And it's like, ultimately I want to enjoy my life without taking away from anybody else's enjoyment of their lives, mm-hmm. like finding that balance. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, don't...
0: I was looking back today cause I was like, man, I haven't meditated in forever, which I think would be very helpful for me um, to just like, I remember doing it when I was doing it often and it just like kind of enabled me to come to how I feel about things easier. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause you're just sitting with yourself. You don't have the opinions of other people or the opinions of society, or maybe you do, but they're kind of in the background and you're really just like focused in on yourself. Um, and I was looking back at them and there's one that I still feel, and it kind of is what you're saying a little bit, which is like inner peace. I want to feel Mm. inner peace. Yeah. Like I want to enjoy my
1: life. Um, so and that to me also sounds like I want to like enjoy my myself. Yeah. I want to like myself. Yeah. I really, really want to like myself. Totally. That's like. That because that circles into so many other things. Yep. Yeah. I really. Yeah. I Yeah. Um. <laughs> I want to have that <laughs> that sense of self that like peace.
0: What just kind of going back to challenges like what gave you hope during these challenging times where you didn't know what to do or make a decision or whatever was there something that just like gave you hope to keep going or gave you hope to um enlighten you in your decisions Hmm. or gave you hope like even if i am no longer in this relationship i'll be fine or even if You know, I don't find a new career right away. I'll be okay. Because, like, you're really, like, throwing caution to the wind when you make decisions. Mm -hmm. Not Um, you. I mean, like, everybody. Anybody. Um,
1: I think... I... I believe in my ability to take care of myself. mm, Totally. I think, like... And, again, that's a... That comes in a lot of ways from just doing hard things and seeing where I land. But just like, even if things don't go the way I expect them to, I believe that I can figure it out. I, I believe that I'll be okay because I, I know that I have my own back. I don't know. I just, yeah. Um, believe in myself. Yeah. That's fucking great. <laughs> um, um, which uh how how and why I, I i don't i don't know i think i mean it definitely helps to see other people have done it right like totally um which
0: is why like a little bit tangeny but this like which is why like seeing yourself in different um like places or like jobs or whatever it's so important to see like you represented in different things or in the media oh, or whatever because then you're like oh someone else is doing the thing again so you, I, don't, I, yeah, you, you don't want to feel
1: alone no. like right uh, yeah you want to know that it, it's possible possible and mm-hmm. that like and that there is some sort of framework for like what yeah. you're trying to do um yeah yeah and I think just also remembering as often as possible that literally nobody knows what they're doing yeah nobody knows anyone who tells you they know exactly what they're doing or like i'm doing the right thing you're doing the wrong thing it's like well i you know blessings upon you that you believe that to be true and okay (laughs) like i will i will not be talking to you about my problems yeah um because i don't know you could do everything, quote unquote, right, and end up in the same goddamn place. One
0: thousand percent,
1: and it's happened, and it will
0: happen again. For, and it it, will for me, happen it's again. like it'll happen to us I'm all. Like, Wait, but I did everything right, and it's like, man, eh, we don't get. The universe is like, we got I don't no give a
1: fuck control. Nope.
0: I would argue that we don't have control over anything, which is like
1: maybe controversial.
0: Yeah. But like, what do we have control over? People are like our thoughts, and I'm like, eh, not really.
1: Yeah, I mean, there is a whole big old deep dive we can get into yeah. with that because um, it's what um, do we have yeah. control
0: over it's like well, I have control over getting up in the morning no you don't because you might <laughs> not yeah. you might just die or something Yeah, I don't know we don't know
1: <laughs> yeah I think like in this on the on this line of thinking, I feel like you could even break this down to be like, but but no, you don't know, you don't, no, you don't, for sure, which is also true. But I think it's like then all we have control control over, which yeah. again, like vaguely speaking, yeah, is like how we respond to what's around us, yeah, or how we respond to what happens in our own brains, or like how we like that because it's like. Like that. That um, I don't know why I keep thinking of those like little nesting dolls, and I'm like, okay. But then something happens and it causes anxiety. Okay, right. but that that's trauma related. Okay, um, how do you respond to the trauma? How do you respond to the anxiety? Mm-hmm. How do you, you know? And it's like, it's just, 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 I don't know. I yeah. don't know. Also, like uh, that. And once again, I'm back to hedonism. It's like, yeah, exactly. We have no fucking control. So no. like, try to find what makes you happy. Try exactly. to find what makes you happy right now, um, mm-hmm. because. Tomorrow, that could be a completely different thing. Tomorrow, the thing that makes me happy today could be gone. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, like it's just it, who, who knows? Who yeah. knows? And then, and
0: then my head goes to because I was raised in such like a codependent environment. Mm. Like my brain goes to when I'm like, "Oh, when I do it feels good," it's like that's self. My brain goes, "That's selfish,
1: selfish, totally."
0: And I'm like, "Oh, well, that's no. the big
1: thing, right?" It's like because sometimes. I, I like I I get nervous anytime I say anything on a podcast <laughs> people can listen to, um, but uh, so but um I get nervous saying things like just have fun like just have fun because I do feel like that is so often abused and is a, a like right. a mentality of a kind of person that I'm like well that's actually pretty destructive and harmful because you can't just uh, do whatever the fuck you want all the time but there but there's like assu- assuming best intentions. It's like try to find joy, try to find lightness and good and like and like truth, mm-hmm. as opposed to. It'd be fun in this moment right now to, yeah, like it'd be fun to eat cake every fucking day of your life. You'd feel like shit. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it, it's a deeper sense of joy and fun than like momentary pleasure, which is a different thing. Yeah at least for me personally. Totally. It's a different thing.
0: So um, we're going to wrap up, but last kind of question is what advice would you give to someone who is kind of in the down and out right now or has yet to bounce back but wants to? Um,
1: I would say everything is so temporary. In the hardest moments I have been in, I just remember how long it's like, sounds sort of contradictory in terms of like, you only have the present moment. That's true. And also life is really long. And just like, this isn't, this moment is only this moment and not forever. And therefore something new will come. Mm -hmm. And you, you are the one you have to live with. You are the one you have to take care of. And so, but also you're not alone. So, In taking care of you, in loving yourself, try to find those people, try to find those people who are the ones you go to when you're doing the opposite of making yourself feel like shit. Yeah. And, like, remember that, that network and that net, like, that, that is it. That's, like, love yourself, be loved by good people, and love them back, and just Take a, take a breath. <laughs> that's like sounds like a fucking wood carving on a wall. Um, <laughs> and love yourself. Some, and love sometimes, other people. Sometimes take a breath, you're, gonna, baby. you're gonna love yourself, <laughs> and then you're gonna you're gonna go on a podcast. You're gonna say something that's gonna make you want to die because it fe- it's so um, <laughs> cheesy, and you hate it. And so it's just like a moment to moment. Thing and it's a practice and it, you know Ooh. things get better when they're hard and you know all I don't things. know yeah all the things all I the don't thing. fucking know
0: well I love you very much I love you very thank much thank you for doing this thanks for listening to this episode of how the fuck did you bounce back new episodes every Thursday.